Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. W-A-B-E in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Wrightsis. Thank you for listening. Today we'll hear from the award-winning comedy writer, director, and comedian Neil Brennan. He'll tell us about his years as co-creator of The Chappelle Show and touring with his current stand-up show, Unacceptable which has created waves of laughter throughout the country. And from comedy to Buddhist philosophy, Emory Professor Sarah McClintock will lead a discussion on the divine stories as part of the Carlos Reads program at Emory's Carlos Museum. The stories illustrate how classical Buddhist teachings can improve everyday life. Plus, speaking of the arts, our series of local artists in their own words, featuring Sean Foy. First, as part of our fall fundraiser today, your gift goes much farther and provides direct help right here in Atlanta. Here to tell you more is City Lights and WABE music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart. Good morning, Lois. So good to be here. It's such a beautiful fall day and a great day to donate to WABE. When you do that, you'll not just be supporting one of the most trusted news organizations in the country. You'll be helping an Atlanta neighbor in need. With every gift we get today, 10 meals will be provided to the Atlanta Community Food Bank for distribution here in Metro Atlanta. They tell us that one in eight people in our community have turned to the food bank or their partner agencies for help. That's help for children, help for seniors, and help for families. So your gift right now simply goes further. Please give by calling us at 678-553-9090 or give online at wabe.org slash donate. Thank you. My name is Mariam, and I'm from Douglasville, Georgia. What I love about City Lights is that I get a better impression of what is going on in our city, especially on um, topics that I'm not familiar with. There are things that I do not know about, and then when she talks to the artist about it or plays some music, I feel more interested in going, I guess. I'm more curious about what's going on in our city. Thank you very much, Marianne. 
Learning about artists and musicians is more meaningful when you can hear them speak about their work and listen to their music. Conversations with Atlanta-area artists and those visiting our city, such as the one I had a few weeks ago with the legendary Motown singer-songwriter Smokey Robinson, are all made possible thanks to your generous donations. When you support WABE, you are helping shine a light on all the talent Atlanta has to offer. Please take a moment to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or when you call 678-553-9090. We talk a lot about how your contribution fits into our budget, but let's flip that around. How does $10 a month fit into your budget? Well, that's the equivalent of a monthly video or music streaming service. It's a couple of cups of fancy premium coffee. Could be even an impulse buy at the grocery counter. Plus, every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a great gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service, Passport. And with nearly 90% of our funding coming from this community, your donation right now during City Lights really will help us in our efforts to amplify amplify the voices in Atlanta. So please give at 678-553-9090. You can also click online at wabe.org slash donate. If you're thinking, I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to a monthly gift to WABE, That's okay. We understand if a one-time gift is what works for you now, we appreciate that. Choosing the amount to give and how often to give, we leave that to you. For now, remember your gift is how we pay for programs like City Lights. You can make your contribution easily online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And remember, we're partnering with the Atlanta Community Food Bank today. When you make your one gift to support WABE, 10 meals will be provided to a friend or neighbor in need right here in Metro Atlanta. And we've got another reason for you to give right now. Anyone that donates to WABE this hour gets the opportunity to have the one and only Lois Reitzes wish you a happy birthday on the air. We haven't really determined what the mode of delivery will be. I'm (laughs) now thinking singing telegram would be great. Uh, We'll aim to celebrate you on your birthday or close to it. So keep an eye out for an email that we'll send you after the drive finishes. Please make your gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thanks so much. This is City Lights on WABE listener-funded radio. The comedian, actor, and director Neil Brennan has written for Chappelle Show, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and the movie Half-Baked. His first one-man show, Three Mics, received major critical acclaim. And his new touring show, Unacceptable, is creating waves of laughter around the country. I caught up with Brennan when... The tour came through Atlanta, and he explained why he named the show Unacceptable. 
I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't really drink. I don't really smoke weed. I don't eat meat. I don't, I have a bunch of things that I just don't do that most people do do. I'm racially bilingual, I would say like, so I have all of these kind of, I'm an outlier in like 10 different ways. And it made me realize, I just realized like, oh, I feel like isolated a lot of the time and kind of unacceptable, if you will. And I wanted to write sort of a themed show around that. So that's sort of the, that was kind of the impetus. Yeah, unacceptable pokes fun at personal awkwardness and alienation, most of all your own. You mentioned being an outlier. Would you describe your role or your feelings as an outsider? Yeah, I mean, I don't, there aren't very many groups that I feel like I'm a part of. And there's the old like Groucho Marx thing of like, I wouldn't be a part of any club that had me as a member. I disagree. I would like to be in the club. <laughs> I don't think I'd go often, but I definitely want to be invited to be in the club because <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I don't like being rejected or denied or whatever. Like I just, it feels, it doesn't feel good. It feels bad to be an outlier. You would say, some would say like, that's the cost of being an original person or having an original life. Yes, but it's still taxing personally, feeling like I'm, I'm just different in every way. I mean, that's the, I tied into COVID a little bit where people had a lot of mental health problems because when we're isolated, like we were during COVID, your, your body doesn't know why you're isolated. Your body just knows you're isolated and assumes it's your fault. Right. And I mean, it's why solitary confinement is like a human rights abuse considered by a lot of NGOs to, you know, because it's like, we don't do well alone. You know, we need interdependence. So. Well, I knew you've received thanks and feedback from people about difficult topics such as these that you address in your stand-up. You know, what's funny is I talk a lot about not being married, not having kids, and I'm talking to women. I never explicitly say that, but it's women bear the most, women are judged the most for not being married, not having kids past a certain age, right? Uh, and by, the, by a certain age in the South, I believe it's 23. <laughs> no, but by a certain age, if you're not married with kids, it's like you're, you failed in some way. And I'm trying to explain to people like, this is not a failure. This is just a choice. And a lot of it comes down to luck there's a stat in the show where I say it is one in eight chance that you'll marry a person you're dating. There's a 50, 50 chance that the marriage will work. So there's a 6% chance that you'll be in an everlasting love and relationship with someone you're dating, even if they're great and you're great. That's luck to me. What I've just described is luck. So, but we judge each other like it's like it's skill and like it's talent. And you've got, you know, I say we're all fans at an NBA game taking a half court shot. Wow. You know, People, when those people miss the shot, people go, oh, they don't go, screw you. What's wrong with you, you know? So we have no empathy for each other and no empathy for each other's choices. So, or the difficulty of doing this stuff, you know? You have been co-producing and writing for Chappelle's show with Dave Chappelle since its beginning. And its end. Yeah. 
though your friendship and working relationship with him go back way before that with the two of you co-writing the stoner cult comedy Half-Baked in 1998, would you talk about your friendship with Dave Chappelle and how your careers grew together? Uh, they grew together because he helped me. He gave me opportunities that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten in a notably half-baked. And then the TV show, we he knew we worked well together. So I think I was his first and only choice, I would think. But yeah, you know, I've known him since 1992. So known him 30 years now. And since we were both 18 or, yeah, 18. You know, he's just got a, a world-class, one-in-a-billion mind. And he's just, like, insanely talented and smart and funny as, like, you know. Chris Rock one time said, like, you don't, you're not competitive with Dave. And I'm like, well, I would if I thought I could win. <laughs> I actually am competitive with him. Like he would laugh at saying, I'm not, he once said I'm the most competitive person he's ever met. And I said, that's because you, you can't meet yourself. We have a, we have an ongoing joke, which is I want his last words on earth to be Neil was right oh. and vice versa. It's like an ongoing argument. I mean, he refers to Chappelle show as 50,000 arguments to make 40 sketches. My goodness. What a beautiful way of putting it when he told you you're so competitive or you compete with him, and and you said that's because you haven't met yourself. Impossible and to meet yourself. Can't beautiful. Still, still can't be done. It's so rare, or at least it seems rare for a white comedian to navigate the subject of race as sensitively as you do. Of course, I would think it helps that you were with Dave, who does this remarkably when tackling the topic. Neil, I'm curious about how you position yourself in the conversation. How do you keep yourself honest in terms of racial literacy while knowing when and where to poke fun? You know, it's a great question. I mean, I think in some ways I've like studied at the Dave Chappelle Institute and I've studied at the Chris Rock Institute. Like I'm very lucky that I'm very close with both of them. And, you know, it's basically a story of colonialism and America and especially black people's experience in America. It's colonialism crossed with kidnapping, right? It's like, I try to approach it. And again, I fail a lot. Like I've made, you know, giant, miscalculations or, or, or mistakes in regards to talking about in public. But the basic idea is that it's, it's colonialism and dealing with the, and like the emotional impact of, you know, slavery and Jim Crow. I think that's the, the, a thing that I'm, if I, if there is anything that may differentiate me, it's like, I'm encouraging the mental health aspect of of what that must be like to experience to have experienced you know like slavery and then jim crow chris rock said something to me about jim crow that's like indelible and this is one of these things that's like he's never said it publicly 
he said, you know, I understand slavery, like, just like, yeah, it's just like brutal. Like, hey, you come work for me. He's like, but Jim Crow is just sadistic. And it's like, what are you doing? What? I can't, the same water fountain. Like, so I'm lucky to have, you know, friendships where they'll say something like that, you know, and I'll get insight that I would, I would never get otherwise. And you have empathy. Of course, of course. Well, not everybody does, hence slavery and Jim Crow. Well, yes, uh, but there's a big, there's a big gap between Jim Crow and slavery on the one hand and like minimal empathy. <laughs> you know, it's like I have empathy and I'm still funny. So I'm still funny. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like they, you don't want like a whimpering, like, oh, honey, you know, it's like, we still make jokes about all this stuff, but it's that gallows humor thing. Neil Brennan, a true Renaissance man. More information about the comedian, actor, writer, and director is on our website, wabe.org slash City Lights. Coming up, our series of local artists in their own words. Speaking of the arts, today featuring Sean Foy. First, thank you for listening to WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Here's something important to consider. The Atlanta area faces one of the highest levels of food insecurity in the nation. That's why we're partnering with the Atlanta Community Food Bank right now. Your donation not only provides funding for WABE, but today your donation also helps our neighbors in need. I'm joined this hour by City Lights and WABE music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart, to tell you more on how you can help. Thanks, Lois. Yes, and the term food insecurity may sound a bit clinical, but it actually means that someone does not know where their next meal will come from. Your gift to WABE right now provides 10 meals for the Atlanta Community Food Bank to distribute right here in Metro Atlanta. There's a big need in Atlanta, and you can make a big impact with your gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. I'm Bill Curtis. Every week, I open Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me with a pun on my name. While it may seem like fun and games to you, compulsive punning is a serious condition. But with your donation, scientists say they can find a cure. And I believe them. So please give to this NPR station so I can be free of this terrible curse. You can give to WABE online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Bill Curtis with an instant smile right there. Thanks so much. And thanks to all of you who are supporting City Lights right now. Won't you join those who have donated today, whether it's your first ever gift or you are a longtime supporter? Join us online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678 
855-353-9090. Thank you. So let's say you give $10 a month to WABE. What does that really do? Well, City Lights is on the air because thousands of people started their sustaining membership in a past fundraiser, and it all adds up. We rely on your gift to pay this cost. In fact, nearly 90% of all of our funding comes from right here in Atlanta. Your gift today helps us amplify the many voices of the Atlanta community. Plus, every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service passport. Please don't put it off. Just a few more minutes before lunch, wabe.org slash donate or call us at 678-553-9090. Because you value and appreciate WABE, you can show your philanthropic side as a WABE Cornerstone Society member. You'll receive invitations to a variety of functions throughout the year and also attend other insider events. Think about how much you appreciate WABE, how long you have been listening, and consider joining us at the cornerstone level if you can donate $100 a month or more as a sustainer or with a single gift of $1,200 or more a year. Amplify your philanthropic side as a Cornerstone Society member at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And remember that your one gift today provides 10 meals to a friend or neighbor in need. So please give a gift, give 10 gifts, with one call at 678-553-9090. You can also give online at wabe.org slash donate. When you make a new gift to WABE this fall, we'd like to thank you with the brand new WABE Tumblr. As we enter into the fall and winter seasons, enjoy a hot or cold beverage with this large silver 22-ounce tumbler. It includes a removable lid, is dishwasher safe, and features the WABE logo right on the front. It's yours with a one-time gift of $180 or a monthly gift of $15, where you'll automatically receive an added gift, the PBS Streaming Service Passport. These days, facts matter, and so too does your support of 90.1. Please make your gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. 
I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. It's time now for our segment, Speaking of the Arts, where we hear some of Atlanta's creative artists in their own words. Hello, my name is Sean Foy, and I'm an illustrator, graphic designer, author, and artist. And I use all these techniques to create the work that I make. With my visual art, I use watercolors and acrylics. With my client work, I primarily use digital illustration, sometimes mixing the watercolors and acrylics. And with writing, eh, it's just writing. (laughs) Whether that comes from a silly story in my mind or from a conversation with a friend or a a little nightcap. (laughs) Some of these stories come out that way. But other than that, I use all these techniques to, uh, I guess, create a Sean Foy original. <laughs> I got started in art at a very young age. I'm originally from St. Croix, and I started young there. And then when I moved to the States, I just kept it going until I was an adult, not seeing myself doing anything else besides creating art and trying to make art money. And it's been a road, a long traveled road, but I'm still here doing it. So I'm, I'm blessed to be doing the thing that I love. So what motivates and inspires me? Uh, anytime I'm asked this question, the answer slightly changes, but primarily it's, it's the exploration and being able to create something from nothing and exploring ideas and seeing how those ideas translate into a work of art. And that may come again from like conversations with friends or reading a book or movies or taking a walk. Inspiration really does hit from any place at any time. And it's just being able to utilize that inspiration in in the creation of something new. So I really do enjoy that aspect of it. Well, I choose to call Atlanta home because it's a beautiful city filled with really dope people. Since I've been here, I've been able to just meet some amazing friends. I had a great community of people that I was able to come up with, and they're doing their thing, and uh, it's just a really dope place to be. Atlanta definitely has influenced my art from, again, just the people and the music and and the attitude. It's it's dope. It's a very go-get-it kind of city, and that style of energy and living kind of influences me heavily (laughs) the best way I can put it (laughs) so I used to go out a lot more when I was younger I was out every weekend for art shows or some event but now I'm in the house more (laughs) but when I do leave the house uh you know there are particular places I like to go to see what the newer artists are doing or just to hang out and meet up with friends Peter Street Station is one of them Cat Eye Creative ABV Gallery Atlanta Worldwide Gallery, just to name a couple, where, you know, they do different events and and have different art shows. So those are the things when I do leave the house, (laughs) I I get to go out and see and and just link up with people. It's always a good time. If you're interested in seeing my work, uh, all of my work is on sfoy.com. And you could also Google me, not to sound like that, but I mean, things will pull, pull up. I've, I've done a lot of work over the years. <laughs> okay, Sean Foy, 
speaking of the arts, he was in our series with his infectious laugh. More information about Sean's work, including his recently created WABE yard sign, is on our website. Check out wabe.org slash City Lights. And now, yes, you can go home. City Lights producer Summer Evans reports on a special celebration, a colorful one, in her hometown of Dawsonville, Georgia. Fall is in the air, and what better way to commemorate the spooky season than with a visit to one of the most well-known pumpkin patches in Georgia. Burt's Pumpkin Farm in Dawson County is celebrating their 50th anniversary. In 1972, Johnny and Kathy Burt decided to grow and sell pumpkins from their front yard as a way to make a little extra money. That annual hobby turned into a family-run business and has grown by 60 acres of pumpkins. On Tuesday, State Representative Will Wade read a resolution officially declaring October 18, 2022 as Burt's Pumpkin Farm Day. To celebrate their golden anniversary, children's entertainer All-Star Kid is performing Saturday and Sunday. The pumpkin patch is open daily through November 10th, so be sure to snag one before they're all gone. City Lights producer Summer Evans. There's more information about Burt's Pumpkin Farm on their website, Shop Burt's Farm. That's B U R T S. ShopBurt'sFarm.com. In a moment, City Lights producer Janine Edder gets philosophical with Emory Religion professor Sarah McClintock. First, you're listening to City Lights on listener-funded 90.1 WABE Atlanta. I'm Lois Reitzes. We're in our fall fundraiser. And today, we are partnering with the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Your gift to WABE right now provides 10 meals to a friend or neighbor in need right here in the Atlanta area. City Lights music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart, is here to tell you more. Yes, and you may be surprised who needs help. Many of those getting assistance don't tell their friends, and some don't tell their family. They get what they need from agencies like the Atlanta Community Food Bank quietly. They visit food banks about eight times a year, and they do what they need to do to feed their families. Your gift to WABE right now not only continues to provide the funding we need to bring you insight and trusted news, but right now it also provides 10 meals to the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Please make your year-end gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Hi, I'm Kristen Bell. I'm an actor and a mom with two inquisitive kids. They ask a lot of questions like, is Santa Claus real? Who made dogs? And why is Earth? 
It's never-ending and can be a little overwhelming, but it's also a great reminder of what it's like to constantly be learning. NPR stations like this one help us hold onto that sense of curiosity and wonder. Support lifelong learning and stories that might help you answer your kids' questions by giving to this station now. You can give to WABE online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090, 678-553-9090. Love Kristen Bell's acting, her comic timing, love the good place. When you give monthly to WABE, you can help continue to inspire the next generation of lifelong learners sitting in the back seat of your car. Help us tackle the hard-hitting questions like, why is Earth? Or, why is the arts community important to Atlanta? And start a monthly gift right now. It only takes a moment at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. How about starting your membership with a sustaining gift of $10 a month? That $10 helps us pay for every reason that you listen to 90.1, from the clever Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me to arts and culture that we cover on City Lights. WABE programming brings you powerful, inspiring stories every day, and your sustaining gift helps us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta and continues to do this amplification over many months after the fund drive is over. The amount that you give is really just up to you. You know what you can afford. Plus, every WABE monthly donor automatically receives a gift from us, the PBS streaming service, Passport. We rely heavily on Atlanta for support, not on subsidies or state funding. In fact, nearly 90% of our funding comes from Metro Atlanta. That's listeners just like you. Please give as generously as you are able at wabe.org slash donate, or give us a call at 678-553-9090. My name is Vaughn Mollenauer. I'm from Alpharetta. I upped my sustaining contribution to WABE, I guess because I I believe in creating good karma. And the way I see you create good karma is you contribute back what you take. And I keep taking more and more from WABE as a listener, so I felt it only fair that I give back by way of contributions as much as I could possibly do as a fair trade-off. Thank you, Vaughn from Alpharetta. And if you are a monthly donor, ask yourself, how long have you been giving at that amount? Maybe this is the pledge drive. You are able to up your monthly donation by another dollar or more in order to keep the good karma continuing. Each year, our fees to NPR go up about three or four percent. So Any contribution increase really does help and can go a long way. You can do your part now by going to wabe.org slash upgrade or telling the operator you'd like to increase your giving at 678-553-9090 or wabe.org slash upgrade. 
Also want to thank James and Carlotta in Stern Mountain and Wendell in Conyers. We've also heard from Emily in Lilburn. Thank you all for your contributions to WABE this morning. And remember, your one gift provides 10 meals to a neighbor in need, thanks to our partnership with the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Our partnership with them is only for today. So that means if you'd like to be a part of this, where your gift does so much more, please make your October gift right now at wabe.org donate. That's as a new donor, an added gift, or a sustainer who gives a bit more. Any gift in any way will apply right now. Give us a call at 678-553-9090, and thank you so much. During today's partnership with the Atlanta Community Food Bank, we'd like to thank you with the WABE tote bag at Half Off. This fall's canvas bag features the illustrations of Atlanta artist Fabian Williams and his colorful take on the WABE slogan, Amplifying Atlanta. That's today only with your gift of just $5 a month or a one-time donation of $60. When you give monthly, you'll automatically receive an added gift, the PBS streaming service Passport. Help support one of the most trusted news outlets in America because facts matter and your gift does too. At wabe.org donate or phone 678-553-9090. Thank you. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. The Carlos Reads program at Emory's Carlos Museum offers discussions on great works of literature related to the museum's collections and exhibitions. On October 24th, Sarah McClintock, associate professor in the Department of Religion at Emory University, will lead the discussion on the classical divine stories literature. This book draws on the accounts of how classical Buddhist teachings can improve everyday life. City Lights producer Janine Etter spoke via Zoom with Sarah McClintock about the upcoming event. Here, Sarah talked about the inspiration to become a Buddhist philosopher. I was, quite frankly, looking for an understanding of the human condition, trying to find out answers to questions like, why is life so hard? And what can I do to make the world a better place? I had been an art major in college and after college I went to San Francisco to study Tai Chi and uh, try to write poetry, which I did not do very successfully. But while I was in San Francisco, I became exposed to uh, a variety of religious traditions, including Taoism, Hinduism, Buddhism, and also Catholicism. I lived in uh, North Beach, which is kind of a melting pot of all these traditions. And I became inspired to study religion, something uh, about which I had previously not had much knowledge or interest. And uh, I ended up studying at Harvard Divinity School for a master's degree. And I was particularly drawn to this interesting combination of an ethics rooted deeply in compassion and a metaphysics rooted in groundlessness, which sounds a bit of a contradiction and it it kind of is, 
But the idea in Buddhism is that there is only flow. There's nothing stable to which we can grasp. But that flow and that groundlessness and that uh, emptiness, to use a Buddhist term, also provides a great deal of freedom. And within that space, one can cultivate wholesome mind states, including uh, boundless compassion, which extends to all the sentient beings of the cosmos. And that really captured my imagination. And so I went on to uh, study Buddhist philosophy in a doctoral program. And that's been my life's work ever since. Can you talk about the new piece of Buddhist art at the Carlos, The Wheel of Life? So last year, the Carlos Museum at Emory commissioned two new Tibetan Tanka paintings. A Tanka painting is a scroll painting. These were commissioned in honor of our previous museum director, Bonnie Speed, who was retiring. And the two paintings are pedagogical in nature. That is, they are designed specifically to teach people about Buddhism. And one of them is illustrating the path to tranquility, which is a certain kind of meditation, shamatha meditation, in which one learns how to calm the mind, tame the mind. And that particular painting has an elephant that uh, is being led by a monkey, but eventually the monkey is tamed and, and there's a monk there as well. So there are different stages, nine stages of that path. So that's one. The other Tonka painting that we've acquired, that we commissioned, and these were painted, by the way, by the master painters at the Norbulinka Institute in Dharamsala, India, which is one of the premier places for traditional Tibetan religious art in the world. This Tonka painting is called the Wheel of Life or the Wheel of Existence. And we have references to this painting and descriptions of it in very early literature, including in the Divyavadana, the divine stories, where we have a story in which the Buddha instructs the monks to make this type of a painting and paint it on the outside of the monastery walls so that when visitors come, they can be instructed in the basic doctrines of Buddhism. And the Wheel of Life includes four is made up of four concentric circles with different levels of explanation in, in each of the circles. And the entire thing is held by a big monster who really represents time or impermanence. He's in the form of the Lord of Death. And the idea being that nothing remains the same. Everything is constantly changing and all that comes into being will, um, will pass out of being again. But at the same time, there's a continuation in a new life. So this wheel of life is designed to teach about karma, how it is that we end up being born and reborn in different destinies, different realms. There are five or six realms, depending how you count them up a heavenly realm that has two parts of gods and demigods, uh, a human realm, an animal realm, a ghost realm, and a hell realm. And people 
uh, or sentient beings rather can be born in any of these realms and when they die they'll be born into another of these realms none of the realms are eternal including heaven including hell but they last they can last for a very long time so that they feel like they are eternal so this pedagogical painting includes those realms and it also includes uh a, an image of the three poisons that sort of are the fuel that keeps this going. And it includes uh, a set of 12 links. It's called the 12 links of dependent arising around the outside of the circle. Each one of those has a meaning and a, a symbol. So it's quite a complex piece. It's very beautifully painted and I'm very excited to speak about it. So what can people expect at the Divine Stories book discussion? Well, if you were to attend, I do believe you have to register. We'll be discussing the stories. And, you know, I have actually given those who are, have already registered, I've given them a list of stories that I want to focus on because it's a complex, a dense book. And it felt like it was a little too much to ask everyone to read all the stories. Uh, so we will we will simply discuss the stories together, and I will be leading a conversation with the participants. Sometimes reading ancient stories can feel really challenging because there's a lot we don't know about these contexts. There's a lot of things that feel strange to us. But I would like to encourage people to persevere a bit. I mean, even reading, the Bible can be difficult because it does come from a different time and place. And when we put in a little bit of effort to try to understand narratives from other times and places, I think we're very richly rewarded. So with the divine stories, once you sort of get over that sense of the foreignness of it, I think you, you might agree that they're really a lot of fun and you can have an enjoyable time reading the stories while also learning things. Sarah McClintock, Associate Professor in the Department of Religious Studies at Emory University, speaking with City Lights producer Janine Etter. Janine is our newest team member. She comes to us from KPFA in Berkeley, California, and she also was a producer for WABE's Closer Look. The Carlos Reads program at Emory's Carlos Museum presents the book discussion Divine Stories led by Sarah McClintock on October 24th, and more information is on our website wabe.org slash city lights. Heath Gill, the co-founder of Terminus Modern Ballet Theaters, hanging up his dance shoes. He announced his retirement from dancing, and he's giving one final performance at Serenby. The production is lore. A wonderful piece he choreographed several years ago, now a classic. Before founding Terminus, Heath Gill was a distinguished member of 
Atlanta Ballet for over a decade. He's been recognized as one of Arts ATL's 30 Under 30 and Dance Magazine's 25 to Watch. Heathgill has choreographed several groundbreaking works for Terminus over his six years with the company. You can see him perform in Lore this evening through October 30th. More information is available at terminusmbt.com. As we continue to wrap up the final quarter of 2022, WABE is asking for your help with the donation. And right now, your gift, in the amount of your choosing, provides 10 meals to a friend or neighbor in need right here in Metro Atlanta. I'm Lois Reitzes, joined by City Lights and WABE music contributor, Dr. Scott Stewart. He'll tell you more. That's right, and this is because of our partnership with the Atlanta Community Food Bank. The price of groceries are at an all-time high right now, and not everyone has the financial means to feed their families. Now's the time to give, and you can do so right now at wabe.org slash donate, or give us a call at 678-553-9090. My name is Penny Brooks, and I live in McDonough. I listen to WABE. Because no matter what time of day or where I am, I can listen to information that is really compelling and tells a full story. And the variety of content that is played on WABE, it, it keeps me coming back every day. Thank you, Penny and McDonough. WABE broadcasts 24 hours a day. And we make sure that every second is worth your time. When we search for arts and culture news to air on City Lights, we are looking for the best events, stories, and talent Atlanta has to offer. We can't do that without your generous donations. Please make a contribution now at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090, 678-553-9090. And your donation today and today during City Lights will help feed 10 families, 10 meals. I want to thank Elizabeth in Roswell for calling in with a donation. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. A monthly donation to WABE really is the best way to support us, and here's that reason. You don't give it as a lump sum, but a little bit at a time from month to month. And yes, you can change it anytime you like. Also, for most listeners... $10 a month seems to be the most comfortable giving amount. But you know what you can afford, and every monthly donor automatically gives gets a gift from us, and that's the PBS streaming service Passport. And please know that we really do depend on the Atlanta community. About 90% of our funding comes from around Atlanta, and that's listeners like you. Become a sustaining member online at wabe.org or call 678-553-9090. WABE has been serving the Atlanta community for over seven decades, and in that time, I've had the privilege to be on these airwaves 
for the last 43 years. Each week, you can hear my in-depth conversations with musicians, actors, dancers, comedians, authors, chefs, all kinds of artists about a diverse range of topics. And we are able to bring you the programming you appreciate thanks to listeners who donate. This member drive is our way to ensure that we get enough new donors to cover future costs. But that doesn't always happen. Not everyone can join us. And for that reason, won't you please consider an additional gift to WABE to help provide us with some added financial coverage. Your added help definitely makes a difference at wabe.org slash donate or 678-553-9090 by phone. Thank you. And please don't forget that today, for every single donation that's made to WABE, the Atlanta Community Food Bank can distribute 10 additional meals. This is for new monthly donors or annual gift givers, but also for those who want to make a one-off October gift. It not only fuels WABE, but it will also feed a friend, a family member, or a neighbor in need. We truly appreciate everyone who's contributed this hour. And if you've been meaning to give, please please do so right now. And uh, this is the last time we can give you this offer today. Remember, anyone that donates to WABE this hour also gets the opportunity to have the one and only Lois Reitzes wish you a happy birthday on the air during City Lights. So we will aim to celebrate you on or close to your birthday. You can give at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Monday at 11 a.m. we'll hear about Outfront Theater's production of Kinky Boots. I'm Lois Reitzes. Kim Drobes is senior producer. Our producers are Summer Evans and Janine Etter. Our engineer is Shelley Canavy. Special thanks to Scott Stewart today. Thanks to you for all of you who have given to WABE Atlanta, making this listener-funded radio. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wabe.org slash donate and become a member right now. And thank you.